and welcome this afternoon again to the Gospel Lights broadcast, which is brought to you by the West Bay Wesley Donors Church here in beautiful West Bay, 150 Northwest Point. And we do thank you for joining us again today, and thank you for being with us each and every week, those of you who are our regular listeners, and we invite all you who are joining us for the first time to stay with us each week. We'll be with you, and we look forward to knowing that you are there on the other side of this microphone, and we do want to, you to know that we prepare these broadcasts with you in mind because our aim is to help you on your spiritual journey up to heaven. And the challenge to those who are hearing this for the first time or maybe has heard it over and over and have not paid attention, that these are the last days and Christ loves you, Jesus loves you, he died so that you might have life and have it more everlasting. And I trust that you will take these opportunities when you hear these messages and these songs that it will challenge you to serve God and to live the rest of your days fully for him. We want to remind you that we do have services here at Wesleyan Church and our schedule is on Sundays at 9.45. It's Sunday school and that's for all ages. We do have adult classes and we get really excited about studying the word. We have, uh, from the very small tots all the way up to adults, we invite you to come and and be with us. I would look forward to you being in one of our adult classes. And uh, we do have our worship service at 11 a.m., um, evangelistic service at 6 p.m., and then our midweek service on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. That's another service that we would like to see you come in and be part of, uh, testimonies and and we help to sharpen each other in our walk with the Lord. And we want you to know that um, we want you to remember to pray for our services and pray for those of our listeners who have asked that we continue to pray for them. And we want you to know that we are willing to pray for you so you can call us. Our pastor's number are 345-949-3394. Or three four five nine one six five four five eight. You may write to us at the Gospel Lights Broadcast, Post Office Box three four six West Bay, Grand Cayman, KY one one three zero one in the Cayman Islands. Pastor Wallach, our senior pastor, is going to speak to us today on Grace for the Drained, Part One in various positions of life. Let's, that's grace for the drained in various positions of life, part one. Her scripture is taken from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 to 31. So we play this first part today, and we want you to invite others to listen in again next week for the second part. But before she does, we are going to favor you with a number of songs from our congregation and trust that you'll join in and be spiritually uplifted um, through the singing together of this song.
It's natural and normal to get weary, to get tired and exhausted and worn out. I invite you to turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 through 31 today, as we consider this subject, grace for the drained in various positions of life. Isaiah wrote, Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary, nor understanding his understanding is unsearchable? He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The Bible addresses this issue of becoming weary and tired and exhausted in many places in God's word. For instance, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The apostle Paul to the Galatians said, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Listen to what Jeremiah said. For I will satisfy the weary soul, says the Lord, and every languishing soul I will replenish. And then Paul wrote to the Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who 
strengthens me. And he wrote to the Thessalonians, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. And the psalmist wrote, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And friend, we could go on and on, but I think you get the idea today. Our scripture lesson here in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31 has been a favorite of the Lord's people for thousands of years. Just imagine the men and women who've read those words, who've been weary and worn in body and mind and spirit. Why, no doubt Amos and Obadiah and Micah and Jotham and Ahaz would have read Isaiah 40 in verse 31. All of the Israelite exiled community would have read it as they were being encouraged to leave Babylon and return to the land of Israel. All the New Testament characters would have read that scripture, including John the Baptist, Jesus himself. What about Mary Magdalene and all of the apostles and Mary and Martha and Lazarus, Paul, Barnabas, the encourager? Why, Barnabas may have even chosen Isaiah 40 and verse 31 and read it to others to help encourage them. And then Timothy and John the Beloved, John Fox and all the martyrs that he wrote about. John Wesley would have read that scripture. Your parents, my parents, they all grew tired and weary, and they all have read these words from Isaiah 40 and verse 31. All of these verses are a blessing because they speak to us about who God is and about what he does for his people. Here in verse 28 of Isaiah 40, Isaiah writes about the names of God. And then in the last part of verse 28 and verse 29, Isaiah writes about the nature of God. He does not faint. God never becomes fatigued, despite of the fact that he's upholding all things by the word of his power. He doesn't grow weary. He never grows tired from his labors. We don't have to worry about our Lord ever reaching the end of his strength. The psalmist said, He will not suffer thy foot to be removed. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. And then he possesses all knowledge. What he knows is limitless. Our God's knowledge is beyond human comprehension. Listen to what Jesus' words say in Luke chapter 12 and verses 6 and 7. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten by God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, said Jesus, Ye are of more value than any sparrows. And we could read on and on. But God, our Father, shares his power, his strength, his help with all those who depend on him. 
What an encouragement that should be to every child of God today. My friend, let me tell you, God says, we're going to make it. We're going to make it for the masters on board. Now, the marvelous strength the Lord's people enjoy as they move through the various changing vistas of life. Through childhood, our youth, our young adulthood, middle age, and old age is an amazing provision from the Lord. The strength that we need in our later years of life are different than the strength we needed when we were children. Listen to what Isaiah says in chapter 46 and verse 4. Even to your old age, I will be the same. And even to your graying years, I will bear you. I have done it, and I will carry you, and I will bear you, and I will deliver you. Well, I say praise the Lord for that. Now, I want to spend the rest of our time in verse 31 of Isaiah chapter 40. In that short but powerful verse, the Lord makes a promise to his people. In this verse, we see people who are drained from various positions in life. Some are soaring, some are sprinting, walking, and some are strolling. What I want you to see here is, wherever life takes us, there is grace for the drained in all those various positions in life. Before we get into it, I want to read Isaiah 40 and verse 31 from the Amplified Bible. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. Like eagles rising toward the sun, they will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. First, I want us to notice that there is grace to help you soar. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. There are times, dear friends, when it seems there is little energy left in our spiritual sails. There are times when we feel defeated and deflated and unable to rise above our circumstances. But be of good courage this afternoon. Regardless of how low you may feel spiritually, there is help from the Lord for you. He promises here to help you, to mount up, to lift up your wings. Have you parents ever had one of your children come in from when they're playing outside or doing something with their head hanging and a downcast look as their expression? You probably said something like this. Let's talk about it. And while you talked about it, your child was waiting on you. Then in a little while, you might have said, Now, lift your face up here and look at me. 
And when they looked at you in your eyes, you said, It's going to be all right. And that little girl or little boy ran outside like nothing had ever happened and began to play. Now what happened to that child? You gave them your attention. They sought your attention and you gave it to them. Now when an eagle lifts up, lifts up its wings, mounts up, and heads into the sky, it's free. It's a wonderful thing to behold. This great majestic bird held to the ground by the same gravity that binds us to the earth stretches out those massive wings and with a great flap it is airborne. It quickly rises, breaking the grip of gravity, rising higher and higher until it's able to soar high above this world that is filled with its dangers and its strife and its problems. Now here in verse 31, the word weight is of unusual interest. Kelly, the Bible scholar, informs us that the basic word from which weight is derived from means to wind or to twist. The word rope, being a noun, comes from this term. You wind rope, don't you? The old Caymanians that worked with rope they wound rope. They twisted it. And the meaning here is that the believer should let the Lord be their lifeline, their rope, their cord of escape. Listen, waiting on the Lord is not wasted time. That is where our cord of hope comes from. That is where the rope exists is between you and your Lord. It's expressed that some may view the last clauses of verse 31 here in Isaiah 40 as an anticlimax. That is, in the words flying, running, and walking. But as Kelly notes, the man or the woman of faith may sometimes soar on eagle's wings or run without wearing. But most of the time, they will merely walk. And the real test of our faith comes not when we fly or when we run, but when we must plod along. It is in the monotony of everyday life that the person of faith reveals their true character. Adam Clark, the commentator, translates the middle phrase of verse 31 like this. They shall put forth fresh feathers like the molting eagle. It's been common and popular among the opinion of the educated in the field of knowing eagles that the eagle lives and retains his vigor to a great old age and that beyond the common lot of other birds the eagle molts in his old age 
In other words, he gets rid of his old feathers and he grows new ones until his feathers are renewed. And with those renewed feathers, his youth is also renewed. And consider this biblical thought from Psalm 103 and verse 5, friend. Thou shalt renew thy youth like the eagle. Listen, my friends, as we get physically older, we ought to be growing more feathers. Get rid of some of the old feathers. Shake them off. We need to molt spiritually and gain new feathers for with them. Spiritually, we become more vibrant and intelligent and cheerful and understanding and loving and wise. And as we mount up with our fresh feathers, we break through the clouds and become free from the things that bind us. We rise above our problems. We rise above other people and valleys and dark emotions. For God has a way of allowing us to soar above the difficulties of this life. Have you experienced a time such as that in your life when the Lord gave you strength to rise above it all? When an eagle in the sky encounters a storm, it doesn't have to land on earth nor does it have to fly through that storm. No, the eagle turns its eyes toward the heavens, and it just rises higher and higher above the approaching storm. And while the storm lashes out and pelts the earth beneath with hail and wind and rain, that mighty eagle flies above the clouds with its face toward the sun. My dear Christian friends, the Lord gives us strength to rise higher with fresh feathers and surmount the storms and fly high above them through his grace. This is what Jesus did for his disciples. When Jesus died on the cross, the disciples were devastated. They were divided. They were discouraged. They were defeated. They were ready to quit. But let's fast forward after the resurrection. At Pentecost, something happened to those men and women. They turned their attention and hearts and faces upward toward the heavens, the direction in which they had seen their Savior ascend. And they could have sung with us as we sing, Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory. And they became fearless in the midst of the crowds who had crucified their Lord Jesus. And they began to proclaim the gospel with boldness until over 3,000 were saved on that first day. And after that, 5,000 more were saved in a short period of time later. And in the first century, millions of people were saved. Why? Because God gave grace to his people and they were made to soar by his power. Friend, there is grace to help you soar. He giveth more grace 
when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added afflictions, he addeth his mercy. To multiplied trials, his multiplied peace. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed, ere the day is half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, why, our Father's full giving is only begun. His love has no limits. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundary known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. Well, I don't have time to finish this message today, but we'll look at the last part of it next Sunday. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we look to you today for hope that renews our faith and restores our strength in the midst of situations that challenge and weary us. Your power and strength never diminishes. You never get tired, Lord, and you never weary with us coming to you, but rather you bid us come. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The promise of your strength helps us rise above life's challenges and difficulties. And so we place our confidence in you, Lord, today, our all-powerful and unchanging God. And we wait on you. We twist the knots in the rope and wait on you. This is our link to power to fulfill your promises that you've made in your word. Help each one this week in our listening audience to find you all that they need and to find in you grace to soar. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
And thank you again for joining us today on the Gospel Rates Broadcast. And I pray that you've received something from it that will help you as you go through life this week. Why not write to us at the Gospel X Broadcast, Post Office Box 346 West Bay Grand Cayman, KY1 1301 in the Cayman Islands. Or give our pastors a call, Pastor Wallach or Pastor Dickerson at 345-949-3394 or 345-916-5458. We look forward to having you again next week for the second part of this topic, Grace for the Drained in Various Positions of Life, and I trust that you'll join us again. God bless you now, and we say, until next broadcast, God bless you.